All right. What are we doing for? <laughs> you just told me to hit record. I know that. Well, you don't have to just do it. I, I... God damn it, Dan! Just hit record! All right. This episode of Stitch Horror is brought to you by you. Oh, at patreon.com slash where every Sunday of quarantine we give you a special episode just for you that you can listen to whenever you want. You know, it's just some extra content. Oh, oh no, we'll be doing it forever. Patreon.com slash who Thank you for your support. Hi, everyone. This is Maureen. Do you like books? Buy my fucking books, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I've written a lot of them, and God damn it, you don't have them all, so get them all. Go to a fucking bookstore. I don't care which one. Fucking buy my books. Right, Barnes and Noble. Books. Go to Barnes and Noble because they're fucking going out of business and maybe we can help their asses out no, for a second. It's the, it's the $5 thing. There's $5 book. Just less than it costs to make it, you fucks. You can't buy a book for five fucking dollars. What are you ever going to buy a fucking book? Go get some coffee and a $5 fucking book. It's in the cafe. Pieces of shit. It's in the cafe. At the cafe at Barnes and Noble, you fuckers. And it, with any purchase, it's if at the cafe, it's $5. Any goddamn purchase. You don't even need to buy a fucking coffee at the cafe. They probably sell fucking Snickers bars and shit. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Just goddamn buy it. Get my fucking book for $5, you shitty fucking book buyers. Just fucking buy it. And it, on BarnesandNoble.com, it's $5. At BarnesandNoble.com, if you don't want to go into a fucking store, I get it. Yeah. Just go to BarnesandNoble.com, it's $5 too. With the purchase of any other book. With a purchase of a <laughs> fucking other book. God damn it. Buy another one of mine. Buy two of mine. Buy one for full fucking price because you're not a fucking cheapskate. And then for five fucking dollars, you get truly devious. You shits. Why not buy Dan's book? His book isn't in print anymore because he's a stupid fucking piece of shit. Oh, Martin, that's oh, it's in my book. That made me dizzy. <coughs> my throat hurts. Oh, you better save your throat, my friend. Oh. We got some kind of shit to do today. Hold on, we forgot to tell them about merch.saysupodcast.com. I didn't well, forget. I didn't forget. All right. Well, God are you doing it? it? Dan. <laughs> See? I didn't forget. This shit. is what it's like. This is what it's like. Go to merch.saysupodcast.com where you can get all of your says who merchandise, including your nice, warm, fall weight, thicky checks, and his all dinosaur orchestra sweatshirts. People are buying those sweatshirts because it's sweatshirt weather. It is fucking sweatshirt weather here in Chicago. I don't know if it is in New York, but it is. It is like cold. Today, almost today, I have considering my, turning the heat on. These aren't bright guys, and things got out of hand. Baseball tee on today. Ooh, also yeah. available at merch.saysupodcast.com. Hey there. Hey. No. 
Aiden. Amy Carter Shoe, you're joining us here at the very top. At the top. I'm here. I want to talk about some stuff. I bet uh, you do. Uh, you might have been the only person, and you're not even a person, you're a shoe. You yeah. might have been the only sentient entity in America that enjoyed themselves last night. Oh, you better believe it. That was some real spank bank stuff. Mama like. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, did you love it? Dan, did you love it? I, you know, I have to be honest with you, Amy Carter Shue. I did not love the debate. What? I don't understand. I, I know. I, I feel I would rather hear what you liked about it, maybe. Maybe uh, that's how we'll start today. Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Mama, I said, Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Hey, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a, Wait, what you saying, son? What are you, dancing? I'm wearing Johnson. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I was, I, was, I don't know uh, what you were. What are you? What are you? Oh, it's not what huh? I heard. It's not what I heard. It's not what I heard. Liar. Liar. Oh, Liar. I know what Liar. you're doing. You see, you see what uh, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing. It took me a really, minute because yeah. my brain doesn't work anymore. No. My Welcome brain does not. Uh, the post- Debate episode mm. of Says Who. We're coming out a day late so that we could watch the debate. And Maureen, I have some regrets. Yeah, Dan, we, uh, boy, oh boy, we gotta, we gotta. <sighs> <sighs> it's good. I, it's good stuff. We'll get into the meat of it. In a second. We? No, we won't. No. But I mean <laughs> I woke up feeling like I was hit by a fucking I, bus. I felt hang I felt hung over. And I think that I there's definitely something about that debate. There will be a psychological term for whatever it is that we're all feeling. Like we've we've all we all have this kind of it was Oh boy, you know the if couple for the last week I've been saying, Dan, Dan, tell me what it's gonna be like. Tell me what it's gonna God be. Damn it, Dan. Yep. You fucking piece of shit. Tell me what it's gonna be like. Right. It's what it's been like for the last seven days. And we tried to guess, and we tried to feel more like it'll probably be like an annoying back and forth where they land soft blows on each other and contradict each other and Trump will say that everybody's telling a lie. Did, I don't know what the, 
what the fuck we watched. I mean, I will say, in my worst case scenario of what last night was going to be, mm-hmm. it f- it it was a lot like I imagined, but what I had not imagined was what it would be like to sit through. Mm. Like, I very much thought that Trump was going to be belligerent, that it was going to just be this level of just sort of I'm rubber, you're glue, and, all, you know, just anything. It was just met with stonewalling and noise and fucking everything. But it it's one thing to imagine that in your head, and it's another thing to willfully sit through it. And dear fucking God. Now, perhaps there's a couple of you who didn't see it. And I, I wish get, I was I mean, you. Yeah, like there were people that didn't watch it. Oh man, and those boy, were like fucking oh, brilliant. My God, what a so um basically what happened was it's real it's kind of really easy to explain because it started, they came out, Chris Wallace from Fox asked a question. Yeah. And then Trump started talking. And never stopped. Yeah. And And just. Just did not shut the fuck up. And he. He was like. It was like having a deranged toddler. At Thanksgiving tables. Constantly. And then I saw a bird. I saw a bird. No you didn't see a bird. I saw a bird. It's just this chatter. And then they would. Because the rules were strict. It was like okay you stop talking. And now you talk for two minutes. And then you stop talking. And then. And he would not shut the yeah. fuck up. He it was astonishing to the point where you couldn't make out anything that was being said for a large part of it. No. Um, and then when he would finally be, then the moderator starts yelling at him. Yeah. Um, so the moderator's finally, you know, the moderator's yelling at him. Joe Biden just starts laughing and tells him to shut up. Literally, at one point, was all, can you just shut up, man? <laughs> that was up. Yeah, it was At another point, in. calls him a clown. Yeah. Says it first sort of under his breath, and then says it a second time. Calls him a clown a second time. Yeah. And catches himself, and then says, I mean, I mean, person. <laughs> By that point, he <sighs> that was that was pretty far in, and I couldn't fault him for that because it was just chaos. Like it, it was, was, it was chaos. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was unwatchable. It was, it was unwatchable. It was just. I, I I like so there was the there was the fact that it was unwatchable. Yeah. And then there was the fact that when he would actually answer questions, the things that came out of his mouth were fucking insane. Yeah, it was just just I- 
conspiracy theories and discredited shit and just like at one point Biden is trying to talk about his dead son Bo and Trump is only half listening and so starts attacking about Hunter Biden's drug use and Biden is like kind of just stops and is like I'm not ta- that's not the son I'm talking about. And Trump's like, well, I don't know, Bo, but I do know. Hunt. Like, it's just like, what oh. the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was awful. What is happening? There were it just was- so many points. Like, I'm looking at my notes right now. I'm three bullet points in when the first I hate this bullet point comes up. And then it just keeps going. I fucking hate this. It. Ugh. All of, I think basically all of America was screaming at, in one voice, just turn his mic off. Yeah, but I don't think that would have worked. Honestly, like I get shut his mic down, but then it, then the story becomes they were shutting up the president, you know, like in, I think it's more effective that the story is just like, that man was fucking unhinged for 90 minutes. But the um, one, the one point that if you could, so a lot of it you just couldn't even hear, no, because no matter what was being talked about, even when they kind of got him to shut up, they, the Inquisitor was like, "Shut up, just shut, Mister President, shut the fuck up." And then he would just be, then he would just mutter, "Just go, well, yeah, you're the liar." It was like having a sentient Facebook comment sitting next to you. It really it was. was fucking bananas. And the one point where you could actually kind of sort of figure out what was going on was near the end when Chris Wallace explicitly called on him to to denounce white supremacists and the Proud Boys. And the president yeah. says. Stand. He said so, it was another preposition first before he said stand by. It was stand something. It was stand down and stand by. Right. And I and I know that because the Proud Boys have already made that into a t-shirt. Mm. Yeah, because they were psyched. Yeah, he could not. He, did. he could, could not and would not denounce them. No, no, no. He uh, immediately pivoted to saying that, you know, leftist violence is terrible. So it was um, if you if you looked at the statement as a whole, it was sort of stand by because there's more leftist violence that we need you to help with. Oh, it was absolutely not a. I mean, it was as of a couple minutes ago. I'm having trouble finding it because my my mouse is out of power, so I'm trying to find my cursor. But as of a couple minutes ago, he put out a statement or something that said that he didn't understand the question. Oh. Yeah, it was a hard question. It literally yeah. was, will you denounce white supremacists? And then he went, sure, give me a name. Give, give me, me a name. name. Give, me, give name. me a name. And then I think Biden was like, Proud Boys. And then, he, and, then, and then he was like, oh, yeah, I'll denounce them. And then like Chris Wallace is like, well, do it. And then Biden's like, do it. And both of them are like, do it. And then he's like, whoa. Like it was... It is impo- it is impossible to describe how fucked up that whole shit was. It didn't even really end. It just sort of stopped. 
Like, usually people give final statements and shit. And this was just like, okay, now it's over. Yeah, he wouldn't. He also wouldn't commit to waiting for the election results before declaring victory. Yeah, he was uh, to me, honestly, the most terrifying part of the whole thing was was that exchange at the end. He the Chris Wallace asked both of them to say to commit to asking their supporters to have patience and to, you know, to to stand down uh, if the if the results took a while, if the election results took a while, and then to accept them. And his response was, oh, I'll absolutely ask my supporters to go into polling places. Yeah. And to watch what's happening in them because there's terrible things happening in them. And I want them to watch. And it's a it's a nice name. They're called poll watchers. And then he somehow put like then pivoted to something. I think maybe Trump supporters were kicked out of a polling place in Philly. And so it was like terrible things are happening in Philadelphia. We need you to watch that. That's and fair. let me That's as, fair, though. as somebody as somebody that has been a polling judge before somebody that has worked in at a polling place. There is a specifically designated thing called a poll watcher. You have to be credentialed. You have to present those credentials. There is a limit to the number of poll watchers allowed in any polling place. They can be from a candidate, you know, but they there are rules with which they have to abide by. You can kick them out if they don't abide by those rules. And he is just basically telling his fucking goons to just go in. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it, it went about as badly as it could possibly go. <laughs> I mean, I, I yes, <laughs> and Joe Biden was fine, so it could have gone worse there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, to be honest, he didn't really. Um, you couldn't fault him for stumbling over. He, you know, he stumbles a couple times because it was hard to know what, like, what well, you couldn't even figure out what the questions were anymore. It was right. just so. You you literally he was to be honest he I think he held it together pretty well considering the sheer amount of chaos that was going on you had right. to sit there and actively try to pick out the question from all the noise because then it would change and then Donald would shout stuff and then so he right. kept it one he kept doing a thing where he would turn and look right at the camera and basically say you must vote oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was. I mean, clearly the entire strategy. Well, there were two strategies on the on the Trump side. One was just keep interrupting and and throw Joe off completely, you know, like that. That was clear from from the moment that the first question was asked. That was clearly what he was like. He could have just been like, hey. Whoa, whoa, you know, like just anything to interrupt a train of thought. And he he did not allow that train to be derailed much, which was honestly impressive for anyone, let alone for, you know, for somebody who 
has to concentrate on how he speaks because he has a major stutter and and all of those other things. Um, and then the other strategy was just to grind all of us into dust. Yeah, which which was a, that accomplished. Deeply accomplished. When it was over, um, CNN, the, 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 the floored anchors just stared for a moment before declaring it a shit show. <laughs> literally. Literally. I think it was Dana Bash. Yeah. Said, this is cable. It was a shit show. <laughs> it was, it was so I was texting with my mother who just kept typing, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was, uh, you couldn't even comment. There was no commentary to give on it. There was nothing like you couldn't sit there and pick it apart and listen. It was just like, it was just like, it was like someone was standing in your yard throwing handfuls of shit at you. And you were like, what's happening? Like, Again, if you didn't watch, a and good example pleasure. would be would be the exchange around the administration's terrible response to coronavirus. Because Trump's entire approach to that was simply to say, if Joe Biden had been in charge, two million people would be dead. There would be two million people dead. Two million people would be dead. If he was in charge, two million people would be dead. How do you debate that? <laughs> because he he might as well be like, if leprechauns were real, you know, it's like it doesn't matter. He's just making shit up. He literally had a whole diatribe about hypothetical response by Joe Biden based on nothing. And then Joe Biden would attempt to respond and be like, well, 200,000, 2 million people would be dead if you were 200,000 people. There would be 2 million people, but 200, 2 And then Chris Wallace is like, "Um, you you need to be quiet. 2 million people would be dead. Or the mask thing at the rallies. He was like, so he's, you know, Trump's like, I, the masks, the masks, some, your CDC says it's important. Some say we should wear masks. Some don't. I have one in my pocket. Sometimes you should see Joe over here. He walks around the biggest mask you've ever seen. You know, he's two people are 200 feet. He's got a big mask on. So why do you encourage having these rallies where people don't wear masks? He couldn't get the people at his rallies. That's why he's not doing it. He can't get it. I can get it. You know, as people want to come see so why don't you tell them to wear it? They want to come see me. They want to come see me. They're excited. It's the, it was, I don't, okay, if you didn't watch it, here's what you need to do. Go on YouTube and just type in the search terms, metal machine music and Lou Reed. <laughs> and it will bring up an album. It does not matter what track you put on. Click any track and listen to it for a full minute. That will give you a, <laughs> pretty good uh, mental picture of what it felt like. I felt like such shit. And then I think you tweeted, you were like, now I'm supposed to just go to sleep after this. <laughs> yeah. And I was wiped out and I passed out pretty quickly afterwards. And then I woke up at two 30 in the morning with a full fledged, like, <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was awake for two and a half hours. I was awake until 5 a.m. It doesn't make you just think. Just with my it, brain processing what had happened. It doesn't, it, it, you're not thinking about anything in particular. You're not like turning any particular phrase over. I mean, aside, you know, it's this just, it kind of, it's like a, just a, like a probe. Someone stuck a probe and just keeps tapping a part of your brain. It's just like poke. Anyway, Ugh. they're going to have to do something because no one is going to watch that shit again. Yeah, that's the real question now. And I think you raised this last episode of just like, are they really going to like, are they really going to do in these all of them? Right. There's certainly a lot of pundits last night were basically like. Joe Biden should not do another. I cannot imagine Joe Biden not like pulling out because that feels like that will be the narrative that he's too afraid to face Trump. Right. Again. He can't he can't pull out. But I can't also can't imagine that Trump wants to do that again. What do you think, honestly, that they his people made of that? Well, I don't even like, know who his people are right now. Like it was they they very clearly Everyone said that he didn't prepare, you know, that Joe Biden had been doing debate training for a full week. And everyone said that Trump didn't prepare. And in fact, the very first question, which was about one of the news items for this week that likely we should talk about at some point, but about the, the naming of Amy Coney Barrett as his selection to fill Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat in the Supreme Court. And he started to answer uh, the, the, the official rules of this thing, which went out the window very quickly. But the official rules were that a person had two minutes to to answer a question. And then I think it was two minutes to for the other person to respond. He got about 10 seconds into that answer and I was like, holy shit, he's just going to be done. Like he doesn't you could hear in his voice that he had nothing else to say right. in that answer. And then he just sort of like his record skipped a groove and then just, we were just fucking off to the races. But like there was a there was a moment at the very start where it was like, oh, wow, he really didn't prepare. Like he's not he is not prepared to answer a question about the Supreme Court justice that he named four days ago. Right. And then, it, of course, it didn't actually matter because it was, oh, Jesus Christ. It like, was. Joe Biden, in his answer to that, he said, you know, Roe v. Wade is on the ballot this November, which is true. And Trump immediately just goes, why is it on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. It's not. Why are you saying it's on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. What is it? It's not on the ballot. That's not on the ballot. Why would you say that? It's not on the ballot. Oh, fuck. Oh, there was so much of that shit. And that was the shit that I was like, I don't know how well they are going to prepare Biden for that. Like, just the like, whatever you say, no, I didn't say it. You know, like, somehow that answer really went far afield and turned into talking about Obamacare and and 
oh, and Biden saying that you haven't come up with a plan for health care. And Trump just goes, yes, I did. Of course I did. I did. And then Biden would be like, well, what is it then? You'd be like, well, I did. I did it. Uh. I, we're going to have another one of these in two weeks. <laughs> we sure are. You know, the I had to pull it up today because I still think it was the most insightful, useful, and sadly not particularly acted upon bit of analysis from 2016, which was Baratunde Thurston, who's a comedian and and just very, very smart guy. Uh, I pulled it up. It was in September of 2016. So like, you know, right about now, four years ago, uh, said that, you know, the best lens with which to think about Donald Trump is that he is a distributed denial of service attack on America, which is Typically, nowadays, when you can't get to a website in, and people say, oh, that this website's been hacked, it hasn't really been hacked. It's just been attacked with something called a DDoS attack, which is massive numbers of requests to access that website hit in a, in a planned attack hit all at once to make it impossible to actually access it, right? Like if you think about like, if access to a website is like a, a hose, suddenly you hit it with a, you know, with a tidal wave and you suddenly you can't get to that hose because there's just shit everywhere. And that is Donald Trump. That has always been Donald Trump, right? Like just throw as much shit out there and make it impossible to actually move anything forward. And I just after watching last night, I was like that that was that personified. Like there was no way to move anything forward because of just the pure level of DDoS attack coming out of his mouth that just brought everything to a screeching fucking halt. So, Dan? Hmm? What's going to happen in the next one? Yeah, Dan, what the fuck is going to happen? Shut the fuck up about your stupid DDoS attack nerd bullshit! Pull your fucking head out of your ass! Tell me what the shit's gonna happen next time! Um, well, they're going so to have... What are they gonna technically, do to the Technically, up next is Kamala Harris versus Mike Pence. Fine. I mean, that will be... Different. It will be, I, I would guess that it will be, it will be entertaining. I, I just, in my mind, she is about to perform a dissection on that man. Just methodically cut into him and remove parts over the course of the hour or whatever they'll be talking. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, and after that, there are two in a row. There's two. There's one yeah. like the 15th and then one on the 22nd. Yeah. <sighs> they can't change formats at this point because all of that stuff was negotiated months ago. And that was by the end of this thing, all Chris Wallace could do was say, your campaign agreed to these rules, sir. You have two minutes. So you're, you're everyone agreed to this, sir. 
sir, stop, sir. Everyone agreed. Your campaign agreed to this to these rules. I need you to abide by these rules, right? Like all of this shit was sorted out forever ago. I don't think that they can just say, uh, you know what? Instead of debating the next one, we're just gonna we're gonna play a round of floor is lava. Right? Like I don't think that they can just change that up now. Well, maybe um, they can do a thing where microphones are only live when it's your turn or something like, or they something that you can, so you can hear. I mean, but I don't think that would work, honestly, because cutting off his mic, watch, I'm going to go walk a long way away. Hold on. Okay. So I can just yell from here and you can still fucking hear me. I'm I'm easily the distance that Donald Trump was. And I'll do this. And this would be far more distracting for the person speaking than if I was speaking at a more normal level into a microphone. I'm really enjoying this, to be honest with you. So unless they put them in separate soundproof booths. I mean, yeah. Cutting off the mic isn't going to work. I'm going to so come why back don't they, to the microphone now. Hello. Why don't, they just, why don't they just put them in separate soundproof booths? Because all of that would have... I mean, so the thing about these debates is they... The height of the podiums are are negotiated whether they're sitting or standing whether they are allowed to have a notepad what you know like all of this is negotiated in painstaking detail before you know who the people are going to be how many you know all of it and so they can't just suddenly be like hey guess what your guy was a fucking maniac so now you're both going to be in in orbit Right. Like it just doesn't work that way. They can't suddenly do that. And and. For Trump's people, I can't imagine that they would agree to rules that would silence him. Right. right. Like that, that would force him to actually have been prepared and it would force people to actually be able to hear what Joe Biden has to say, which they don't want to have happen. But also, I can't imagine that they are thinking that that turned out well. I don't know. They're all such dumb pieces of shit at this point. There's nobody hey. around him that is a decent human that right. has a sense of what is actually supposed to happen or what is likely good for your candidate. You know, right. because but it was people and but it was it was annoying. It was super annoying, and I feel like at the very least, there they would there would be that kind of little part of their brain that's like, yeah, maybe people don't want to be annoyed to death. But I don't even think that they think it's. I don't know that they think it's annoying. I think that they think. I think the best, the the most coherent person, anyone on that team. That is not just all about like, yeah, hey, he fucked them up, right? Mm -hmm. Anyone that isn't like that is like, well, yeah, he's not a debater. He's a brawler and he brawled and Biden can't brawl. 
So we did great. People will show how much he'll fight for America and how much he'll fight for them. And while Biden just wants to use, you know, the fucking rules of engagement. Like, I, I, I don't know that there's anyone on that team that is going to be like, oh, shit. Right? As anyone that would, would be fired by Trump. You think probably privately they're thinking, oh, shit. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there will be, you know, we will get a full few days of news cycles of leaks from in the camp of people shitting their pants and worrying that, you know, this and that and nothing will change, you know, other than there likely will be another, you know, will be another clearing of house because we're we're right at about the point where normally he would now fire the whole staff and have a whole new staff. And um. Yeah. And there there might be, you know, well, the other big thing besides the debate and influencing it is the is a, a very important thing that happened a few days before. Not even sure which of the ones, but certainly we need to discuss them. Oh, it's the it's the big one. The taxes. The taxes. Yeah. Take it away. We were at the dog park and we come back and I sit down at my computer and I look. And then I, I get up and I say to Oscar, um, some stuff happened while we were out. And <laughs> New York Times, and I have questions about this, Dan, as you're because you're the you're the journalism professor, somehow got their hands on uh, 10 to 15 years worth of Trump's 15 years worth of tax documents. Yeah. How long now for a story this big with this kind of information, how long do you think that they've had it? I would guess that it is a they have had it for a few months. Yeah, I was wondering if it'd be something like that. I think there were three people on the byline, but that they would have vetted the shit out of that stuff. And they would have I think that they probably would have been reporting it out for a couple of months. So they've been verifying who who do you think because it does seem like someone uh, over there has gotten the keys to the fax machine where do you think right. that, that this stuff is coming from well i mean that's the interesting thing so the the obviously the new york times ha- does not disclose anything other than saying the peop- the source or sources that they got it from legally had access to them and so it was not it was not so, at least to to follow that through that would mean it was not somebody that at the IRS entered into a account and pulled the documents and sent them over right it was right. somebody that was handling the documents whether it was um an accounting firm whether it was i would i would gut the the most obvious answer would be that Eric. the various New York prosecutors that have been, you know, kind of slowly and methodically working their way toward those documents and the Supreme Court finally allowed some level of access to them. That would be my gut, but I, I'm not entirely sure they got them. Um if you remember back to 2016, also right before a debate. 
uh, the New York Times and the New York Times released a story based on two years of his tax returns from the I think it was from the 80s. And it turned out that I believe Marla Maples was the party that had access and and shared them That's with the New York funny. Times. So, you know, Melania. <laughs> Melania would have had access to his personal taxes, I would assume, uh, in some way. Uh, Baron, I don't know that does a dependent. It would be all the years Baron was alive. You can just get in there. <laughs> He's 15. Yeah. He's good at computers. I think yeah. it was Baron. Yeah. Good for Baron. Good for so, you, Baron. <laughs> yeah. So these uh, taxes show that 10 out of 15 years, he paid no taxes at all. Um, they went all the way up to 2017. So they included the you know, the first year of his presidency and, and the, the year of the election. Both of those years, he paid just $750 in taxes. Disappointing. It's not just disappointing. It, it's hard to hear. It's a number that almost feels like it was put in to be insulting to anyone that ever saw it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like how, how did why not just out? make it zero? If you're only going to pay $750, why not just pay zero? I don't get it. That part doesn't make any sense to me. What? What percentage of what tax write-off shows up as a nice even number of 750 when the narrative is that you are writing out depreciating expenses of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate? And then suddenly it just, ha oh, but look at that. There was 750 bucks left over. Here you go. But the biggest part of the New York, like the tax stuff and the $750 stuff certainly is the most viscerally just shiv in the gut. Um, but the biggest thing is that he owes uh, around a half billion dollars in debt, yep. uh, all of which comes due in the next four years. And he is and he is the personal guarantor of that debt. Yeah. So concerning. that's a little concerning. Dan, it's not even October yet. It isn't. Tomorrow. This comes out October 1st. We have a month and two days to go. Well, for phase one. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> until, until the never-ending count happens. Right. So what's going to happen is we're going to have three more debates of... <laughs> God... Damn okay, just just listen. Just listen to me. Just hearing that. That really hit me. Okay, I'm going to pull up the calendar. In a bad way just then. Yeah. All right, well, just hear me out now. So I'm looking at the calendar oh, now. All right. My word. So, let's see here. We just had one, one, two, three. So we have three more debates. Next week is the V. Someone, some asshole filled my calendar with them so I can easily see them. Um, God damn it, Dan! What the fuck are you doing putting dates in the fucking calendar? You only put dates in the calendar when I ask you to put dates in the fucking calendar! You stupid piece of shit! Am I wrong in this case? 
<laughs> Am I wrong? God damn it! You're not wrong. We have a debate on the 7th. Then we have a debate on the 15th. Then we have a debate on the 22nd. So every week for the next three weeks, <gasps> we have a debate. Okay. Yeah. Then by that point, we're in the zone of, let's see, one, two, three, four. At that point, it will be 12 days to the election. So, <sighs> so we're never going to have more than the longest stretch of anything resembling quiet. <laughs> they will not be quiet is 12 days, but it will not be quiet. It will be chaos. And figuring out how they're going to do this next debate is going to be an absolute shit show. So every week of this, Dan, of says who... We're going to be dealing with something like a debate. Either we're going to be the best case scenario. Let me put it this way, Dan. From here on out, from here on out, the best case scenario we've got for this show is that we'll be talking about a debate. Then, the la then that next week, we'll be in the final week of the campaign. Then we're going to be on election Tuesday, which will be a shit show. That night, no matter what the fuck happens, he's going to declare something along the lines of victory, even if he loses so bad that that actual that his that his he's got one vote somewhere. He will say, we have to see what happens. So he's not going to concede. That's when Sia tomorrow starts. And then the real carousel starts. So right now is the most fun we are going to have for the rest of 2020. I passed out about halfway <laughs> through that. What? I really just every part of my body just. You heard me. I just noped out. This I don't is even, a, this I'm is, literally, I'm not even kidding. I opened up QuickBooks. <laughs> I'm going to say it all again, Dan. Oh, God, no. Don't. Right now is as good as it gets. This is the most, this is maximum <sighs> fun right now in 2020. Right now. Right now. This is the best we're going to get. Because we'll have a debate next week, which will just be annoying but we'll be able to deal with it. Then we're going to have the second presidential debate and who the fuck knows what that looks like. The third one is going to be, if it happens, Armageddon. If it doesn't happen, Armageddon. Then we are in the last week of the campaign during which he will be the most desperate man alive. He will be saying crazy shit. He will be out there swinging his dick in public in front of children on a daily basis, people, then the week after that is election night, which will be a shit show, and then we are off to the races. So, so I hope you really savor the moment, Dan. This is as much fun as you get. I blanked out again. Nope, I'm going to do it again. As I need you to understand. Ah. Uh.
I need I you understand. to understand and I accept. understand. I understand. And I, I, I submit. Do you? I submit. But I just, I can't help but think, Maureen, that we are supposed to be a coping strategy. This I was really coping. hoping you were going to finish this, that thought. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> oh, no. It's not. Uh, this is it, Dan. Enjoy. I'm not. I'm not enjoying. Why do you think I'm sitting here at my desk eating the what's left of last night's ice cream? I oh, ate a man, pint of ice, ice cream, cream between uh, mint chocolate chip with taro in one pint. I had, We got them hand-packed pints from our favorite place that we haven't been to in six months, and we had them delivered. See, that just feels like you ruined your favorite place. No, it was really nice to have it. Oh. Yeah, I ate half of it last night, and then I came back in and saw the news and just cranked that thing back out and ate the rest of it down. And <sighs> Next Wednesday night, the 7th, Salt Lake City, that's the vice presidential debate, Thursday, October 15th in Miami, and Thursday, October 22nd in Nashville. So on a says who note... Mm. I would gut that we will not be pushing. We pushed today's episode back a day. Uh, came out on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday. With the rest of these debates happening on Wednesdays and Thursdays and that kind of thing, I don't think we'll be pushing back. I think that likely the quarantine Sunday episodes of of uh, says who will become instant reaction type episodes and. Uh, and then we'll be back on our regular Wednesday schedule, I guess. I don't, what does anything, what does time mean? What does anything matter? Why do we even pretend like a schedule is important anymore? And what then, is anything? After, uh, after four weeks, then uh, See You Tomorrow begins. <laughs> our, our vote countdown show. And that's <sighs> presumably going to go on for the rest of 2020. Easily. When do you think it's all? When do you think it's going to be decided? What's going to happen? I mean, they are being very clear and transparent about what is going to happen. They are rushing a Supreme Court justice into the Supreme Court so that they can decide the election like they did in 2000. So what's going to happen? It's going, they are going to contest every and anything. Some of those things will stick. Those things will then get moved very rapidly up to the Supreme Court with a newly seated sixth conservative justice, three of the justices named by, uh, <clears throat> by Donald Trump, three justices, that's Barrett, uh, fucking Kavanaugh and Roberts, I believe, all worked in one manner or another, on the Bush-Gore election, on the Bush side of things. Mm -hmm. So, what's going to happen? That's going to happen. How long will that take? That's, I think, the real question. And is there any way around it? And I think that there is, and I think that that is a, a uncontestable blowout. An uncontestable blowout 
with Dan, how does it end? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> does he win? I don't know. Dan, does he win? <sighs> Have we not even reached the halfway point of says who? <laughs> oh, is Jesus. it four is it four years before we get to go to Disney World? Well, it's likely four years before we get to go to Disney World because that's how long it will take before we feel safe being in a place <laughs> as crowded as Disney World. That's a long so time. listen, says Hovia. We're all in this together. We're together, all of us. It's fine. Um, it's not fine, but you know, look, stick together. I believed it for a minute. I just I thought it was like you're doing it. Yeah. Then you just you just no, okay. kind of drove right. right over that cliff accidentally. You missed that last turn. All right. And yeah. over you went. Nope. Nope. Not true. It's um we uh imagine four years ago knowing this wonderful group of people were in our future. Yeah. I mean, Dan, come on. <laughs> I don't. God damn it, Dan. God damn God it, Dan. Dan. Dan, I'm telling you to fucking respond. When I say something, you say something back. God damn it. That's how fucking conversations work, you fucking moron. Yes, a wonderful group of people. Shut up! <laughs> what would my life be like without them? Dan, you can't. <laughs> this is as good as it gets for the rest of the year. Simply the best. <laughs> it's better than all the rest. Better than anyone, yes. anyone I ever met. Yes. Right now is simply the best. <laughs> it's better than all the rest. <laughs> better than any other day. In 2020! <laughs> That's what you're telling me. Dan, remember four years ago we used to carefully write scripts? Yeah. Now, now you're just singing simply the best to no one. Like by yourself, yeah. scream yeah. singing in your basement. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's accurate. Because because That's four accurate. years ago, big dumb Dan from four years ago didn't know. You he fucking idiot! <laughs> you fucking idiot! You fucking stupid piece of shit! Said it was eight weeks! You fucker! You stupid fucker! 
It's been 208 weeks, you shit! And it's gonna be 208 more, you stupid fuck! Or more. Third term. <laughs> Third term. Third term. Oh, Jesus Christ. Says who is oh, made possible oh. by you. He'll be dead before then. We have at least that. Willie? Willie? There were two deeply elderly men on stage last night, and watching it, the person that I thought was going to die was me. <laughs> like, I'm going before he is. I swear to fucking God at this point. I will say, Dan, this fuzzy microphone cover that you got for me is really nice to put your head down on. God damn it. Says who is made possible by you. Why do I have a headache? Why do I have a headache? Is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday you get an extra episode of says who. episode. This next Sunday was recorded before oh. this debate ever happened, so you can listen to innocent, pure and innocent Dan and Maureen. I, I guess that you don't even talk that it's quarantine only now. You just sort of assume it's forever. I mean, what is anything anymore? I realized last night as I was going to bed, just destroyed by the debate, that it was the 200th day at my house that we have marked shelter in place or quarantine or lockdown or whatever you want to call it. The 200th day. Yay. Was spent watching that fucking debate. So yes, where every Sunday you get an extra episode of says who, if you are a supporter, patreon.com slash says who, where $5 a month gets you more content our theme music is performed by ted leo our logo was designed by darth hope you're all well you can contact us at says who podcast on twitter you can email at hey that is h-e-y at says who podcast.com join the discussion on facebook where there was a great where there was a great we're not watching thread last night uh at slash group slash says whovians our facebook group is moderated by janice dillard Spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts wherever you listen and join us next Wednesday, October 7th. Yes, the same day that the VP debate will be happening. Because right now is simply the best. (laughs) Is better than all the rest. (sighs) From my basement in Chicago. I'm not. I'm not. Deeply not. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Dan, why am I so tired? I think we know. Anyone listening back to this episode knows the answer to that question by now. Really? And they feel it themselves. If they didn't before they press play, they sure do now. You guys, we love you so much. We really do. Listen, okay, I just need what I just want to talk to you guys for one second before we go. This Dan, don't edit this out. Just leave it in. You need I hope that you are doing the Joe Biden direct address hands. I am. 
double karate chop toward the camera right now. Listen to me, says Huvia. We love you so much. You are the only thing keeping us going. And uh, <laughs> literally true. You true. are the rope. So we're so we are like two people that fell off a cruise ship and we're being dragged along behind on we found like a half deflated one of those donut things in the water. And we grabbed onto a thin rope, which is being tugged along behind the cruise ship. And that's the only thing keeping us from the sharks and just death and the ocean. And that's you. You're a thin piece of rope behind a cruise ship. You're probably covered in shit and like weird things that people throw off the back of (laughs) cruise ships like underwear and beer bottles and condoms and little paper umbrellas and just but you know what you're a good rope you're a good rope you're a good strong rope and sure it may eventually pull us into the gigantic rotors the gigantic blades of the of the engine that drives that ship we may get pulled into those blades. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. You're a good rope and we love you. We love you so much. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> this is somebody, somebody sent me some weird herbal tea in the mail and I think I'm just oh, going to go make it now and drink it. <laughs> oh, no. It's like those Chinese seeds. I'm going to do it. It's got all kinds of weird shit in it that I, it's got something in it called bladder rack. (laughs) Oh, good. What could go wrong with a little bladder rack? I'm going to go make this. Sounds fine. What does anything matter now? I'm going to make this tea. (laughs) Seems fine. I'm going to go make this tea. This. Bye. Bye bye. What is that? Bye-bye. What is that? Just say bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. What is that? What is that? <laughs> Simply the best. <laughs> Better than all the rest. Oh, my God. I almost puked. Better than anything in 2020. Bye bye. (laughs) Says who? (laughs) 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 (sighs) Bye bye.